Welcome to the M&A CornerCast, a podcast focused on the world of mergers and acquisitions. Helping inform the business owners and advisors we work with every day. I'm your host, Chuck Dallas. I have more than 10 years of experience with mergers and acquisitions, both from a corporate perspective and as an outside advisor. With us today is Scott Bushke, Managing Partner and Founder of Cornerstone Business Services. Scott, thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Chuck. We're going to talk about a topic that I'm sure has impacted a a lot of sellers in the past. Are you emotionally ready to transition or sell your business. Scott, give us some insight on that. You know, that's an interesting one because everybody talks about, you know, when selling their company, they talk about the value, you know, they talk about getting money and they talk about, you know, dollars, dollars, dollars and legal. What they don't talk about is what's not on the P&L or not on the balance sheet. And that is the pride, the blood, sweat and tears, the passion that a business owner, he or she has for their business. And even the spouse may or may not be in the business and what they've, you know, that's just been their way of life usually for so long that it's really something that people miss. And and a lot of people, because they don't know what they don't know and they, and they typically don't go through and educate themselves. They just wake up one day and, and it's not fun anymore. And they just want to, uh, okay, it's time to sell it. So they don't prepare. You know, They don't know what their value is. They don't know what they need to get out of it. They don't know what their tax bill is going to be. And they just sell and, and pray that it's enough. And it's this gut-wrenching, oh my gosh, should I, shouldn't I do this? And it really weighs on them heavily emotionally. Or in another case, you know, an example of another another one that I've seen is I had a business owner come to me. He said, "Hey, I'm I'm almost got a deal cut with with the buyer. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I think the value is pretty good. Can you just help me, you know, fine tune the offer and, and get a little more money out of the buyer, so to speak?" And we were able to consult for him and and did that and got him another half million dollars and saved him some money on taxes with some structuring of things. And then literally closed the business a week later. You know, it was a unique assignment. It's not our typical assignment. We came in on the backside versus the front side. And he called me two weeks later. And you would have thought that, you know, we had just shot his dog. He's like, what did you do? And I go, what did we do? I said, we just helped you what you asked us to do. He's like, yeah, I know, but I should just sell my business. He goes, I, I wake up and I don't have anything to do. I just sit here. So the remorse of, you know, he had no preparing. It was a, you know, an unsolicited offer. It was a good offer. So the dollars made sense. You know, he was excited the day after the close. He went down and he had two sons and paid off both of their mortgages. I'm going to announce to them. So their sons got a, so I'm sure that was a really fun day, um, especially for the sons. But he had no clue what he was going to do. He had just lost his spouse a year earlier to cancer and she was gone. He had two adult sons and now his business was gone, which was where he went to socialize and everything else. And nicest guy in the world, but just had no idea what was next. And I felt really bad for him. I mean, we we tried talking to him. We, you know, we, 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 gave him different ideas of what to do. And, and he's, he's doing better now. And I think he's found some different passions, but I mean, there was a stretch there where he was, it was really tough. You know, some things that we just see out there is when you're starting to think about transitioning or selling your business, talk to your spouse. What do they think? Do they think you should get out? Do they should stay in? You know, it, it should be a, a family, you know, couple decision, you know, especially you know, again, most of our clients are family owned businesses or, or owned by one person and the spouse may or may not be a part of the company, but they're obviously part of that final decision at the end of the day, whatever that looks like. And the other thing that we see is figure out where are you going to? Again, a lot of people, it's not fun anymore. So I want to get away. So they're kind of walking or in most cases trying to run away from something that's not fun or scary or, or bad, but then they go, okay, now I'm going this direction. And all they see is this black hole. 
and they go, oh my gosh, well, I know this wasn't much fun, but at least I know what this was. And they run back to what they're doing and then they stay in it forever until they die and them and their spouse, you know, never get to uh, enjoy all the fruits of their labor. So what we've seen is, is really put together and we have different questionnaires for this. So if anybody has any questions, give me a call or email me here at Cornerstone and I'll be happy to send over some different customized surveys that we've created specifically for business owners. And it really helps them understand kind of where are they at in the process, what's important to them, and what are they trying to get out of this sale? And when should they actually go through with it? And it's something that uh, it really helps them. So one thing is like the bucket list. Yeah, hey, let's create the bucket list because at least that way, what are the things that you can't do now that you could do if you sold your business? Because we always say the gift that we give business owners, besides options and choosing you know, how they want to go out on their terms, it's the gift of both time and money. You know, Because so many times people said, oh, geez, I've got all the money in the world, but I'm caught in this rat race and I, can't, I don't have any time to go do anything because I'm going to miss out on business or lose money or whatever it might be. Or, well, I've got all the time in the world, but I'm broke or yeah. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> and they just sit around and do nothing. So we can give them the gift of both time and money. It allows them truly then to do that bucket list, whether it's, you know, we've seen taking care of ailing parents, travel, buy a house down in Florida if you're up here in Wisconsin in the cold weather, give back to the community, get on some nonprofit boards, be part of SCORE, you know, help mentor some new business owners coming right. in. There's so yeah. many different things that people can do with all the experiences that they've had from running a business. Yep. It's just, it's amazing what they can do. And most business owners do have such great passion that they can, once they figure out what that next role is, that they can plug their passion into it, really does energize them and they can cut back. And I've had more than one seller, you know, business owner that have sold their business. They really figured out what they wanted to do next and, and all the things that they love to do. Go, my gosh. I'm busier now than I was when I was running my business. He goes, my social calendar, I got this and I got that going on. We're going out for dinner with these people. We've got some dance <laughs> lessons tomorrow night. You know, it's, it's hilarious to see all the fun things that they get to do right. now because they don't have any other responsibilities and they can truly do what they want to do. So for some that really are, are struggling, what we recommend is a business psychologist. And there's people out there that are professionals that are psychologists and deal with the emotional side of things and deal with business owners and deal with this all the time. So there's a couple of groups here in, in Green Bay. There's, you know, there's other groups, but they're really specialists and they are worth their weight in gold. That if you're struggling with this, to sit down with someone that has talked to business owners before, you know, it really helps. Again, we can sit down with the owners as well. I think we act as kind of quasi business psychologists more times sure. than then we don't. You know, we understand that, again, we've created questions that are thought provoking that really, we're not going to tell you what the answer should be, but we're going to give you the right question so you can help figure out what your answer should be. And the good thing is that there's no right or wrong, I guess good or bad is there is no pass fail in this test. There's no right or wrong. It's what is important to you, the business owner and to your family and to your spouse and whoever else is at that decision-making table. And by taking the time to talk to your spouse, and if you're going to pass it to your children or management team, don't wait till, okay, Chuck, you ready to take over? Well, geez, dad, I don't... I don't really want to. Well, wait a second. I thought that's what you wanted to. Well, we've never had that conversation before. And now you go, now what am I going to do? I thought for the last five years, Chuck was going to take this thing over. So sitting down with them too and, and making sure they understand that it's not, if you don't take it over, you know, there's a guilt trip or how dare you not continue on the legacy of Chuck's, you know, associates business or whatever it might be. And that, hey, it's okay. Because we've seen a lot of people that go, geez, dad, I don't know if I, or mom, I don't know if I want to work as hard as you do. You know, I've got two young kids. Uh, we had one that said, you know, the dad had bought a cottage two years ago and uh, had a nice business, successful, but he was still a big part of that business. His son worked in the business, so it was very thought that, yeah, son would take it over. He's been in the business for 10 years. It just made sense. And all of a sudden we said, you know, let's have a conversation. And, and they sat down and had a conversation and blew the owner away to say, dad, you know, you bought this cottage two years ago. It's a great cottage. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love it. He goes, how many times have you been up here? He goes, well, 
twice. He goes, did you stay the whole weekend? Well, one weekend I did. The other weekend I had to leave, you know, Sunday morning to go on a call. Yeah. He goes, I've been up here 15 out of 17 weekends. He goes, right. I want to continue to be up here 15 out of 17 weekends. My wife right. wants me to be up here 15. It's one of my kids. And he's like, look, I don't mind working hard, but I don't want to put in all the extra hours. And, and again, there's no right or wrong. Some people are meant to be business owners. Others are not. Again, it all goes back to that preparing and the psychological thought side of things of, Thinking things through, taking the time just to reflect on what do you want out of a sale? What makes sense? Because again, like we've talked about in previous episodes, you know, if you can sit down and truly understand what is the business worth, what's their tax analysis, how can you save them the tax dollars, but what are you going to pay in taxes? What are you going to net out after the sale, that net number? And then meet with your financial advisor to understand, you know, what's that lifestyle number I need to live my ideal lifestyle. And if that makes sense, that's a huge, you know, psychological factor that now you go, okay, now I know that makes sense. The numbers make sense, but am I ready to let go? You know, how can I start to separate me from the business? You know, my personality or my self-worth from the business worth. And it's, and sometimes that takes time. And so the more you can be thoughtful about that and the more you can think about where you could go, what you could do, what you could put your passions into, it really will help start to get, you know, because now you go down a path of financially, I'm well prepared. I know it makes sense. And psychologically, I'm prepared. And I know what's important to me. I know what I want to get out of a sale. I've got a team built around me of an investment banker, tax advisor, m attorney, estate planner, you know, financial advisor. I've got the team now to execute on all of my hopes and dreams and I know where I'm going and that's where we want to get people. And unfortunately, most people aren't there. And most times when we go, when people we call it flake out, we're not only where, well, we thought we'd get you Chuck 10 million, we got you nine, six. Well, I just don't know if that's quite enough and I'm going to back out. In that deal, we would have got him like 12, five. You know, so the champagne glasses should be up. We should be cheersy. Going, holy cow, I got an extra 20 plus percent more for my business. That is amazing. And they said, they go, you know, Scott, you did an amazing job selling our company. Your whole team did a great job. But you know what? You've got me re-energizing my company or, you know, whatever the answer is. And when I really, really, really want to sell, I'll give you a call. Well, you know, we can't work like that. The business doesn't work like that, you know, and that just makes it a bad situation for everybody. So we want to make sure if you're not ready, that is perfectly okay. Let's have you take the time to get ready, both make sure it financially works and psychologically. And that's why, like I said, we've created different surveys, questionnaires, self-assessments that can help the owner walk through this. So all you got to do is email or give me a call and I can get those out to you at no cost. And we're happy to answer any questions along the way as well. Yeah. Well, and and it really comes down to maybe a a difference in that management style. You know, maybe mom or dad that ran that business, like you said in your example, you have the strong work ethic that's out there, but maybe the son or daughter doesn't quite have those management qualities or they don't want that overall responsibility. So then do you look at other key staff that are either on your management team or somebody that you could promote or maybe somebody to bring in that helps you achieve that, right? Right. You know, sometimes you have a management team that will want to take over. Again, we've seen a lot of times where managers or or management team is really good, but maybe they don't want to have the buck stop with them at the end of the day or put the personal guarantee down that if it doesn't work out, they lose their house or, you know, have significant personal risk. They just want to come to work, do a good job and get a good salary, get a good bonus of the company as well and go home and not think about it at night. But then there's others that go, absolutely, I would love to own a business and I'm all in. And and again, we can help with that. We can help structure it. Again, we can help with the value. We can help put those things together. Like I just talked with a, a potential client yesterday. He said, I might have a manager that would want to buy the company, but I know he doesn't have enough money to buy it. In certain cases, if the company's large enough, we can go out and try to help find a sponsor or a family 
family office, a private equity fund that could partner with the management to buy the company and take the company to the next level. So there, there's ways that otherwise what happens is, again, you know, you, you give it to a manager, son or daughter, and they pay you out over seven to 10 years. Well, you're gutting your money over time. It's less valuable the longer it goes out. And also what happens if something happens to the company in year three, you just left your whole inherit, you know, your whole value of your company is evaporated. And now all of a sudden, maybe if it is your son or daughter, you're locking heads with them. And geez, you made me pay too much, mom or dad. Well, you ran it in the ground and then didn't put your nose through the grindstone. And next thing you know, one, is it the financial side of it? But two, also now the grandkids don't see grandma and grandpa. And that's where we do not want to see that. We want to make sure that people are psychologically ready to transition, whether it's internal transfer, external transfer, they're ready to move to the next chapter, whatever. It could be to start another company. We, you know, there's no right or wrong answers. I've said, you know, multiple times. It's just, they need to know that this is not the next chapter. You know, they don't want to stay in this chapter anymore. And when that makes sense and the financial numbers make sense, that's when you know it's time to make a move. Yeah, you're right. As we've talked about in previous episodes, when you talk about that whole planning process, you said it earlier. You can look at the numbers, you can look at the legal side, but the psychological side is just so important for a person to consider in what you want to do in the next chapter of your life, isn't it? It is, absolutely. Well, good. Scott, thank you for sharing your insight on that. Again, we've been visiting with Scott Bushke, the managing partner and founder of Cornerstone Business Services. Thank you for tuning in to the M&A Cornercast. Hopefully we gave you some insight into the world of mergers and acquisitions. We'll see you back again next Thursday with a brand new episode. 